Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Style That Finds Us podcast. Today, we are here with Rita Hazan. She is a celebrity colorist. She has worked with Jessica Simpson, Beyonce, Jennifer Lopez, Mariah Carey, Katy Perry, Madonna, and more. She attended beauty school at the age of 17, opened a salon on Fifth Avenue, and has her own product line. She worked with Orbe before going off on her own. Orbe was my vendor when I was on the buying team at Barney's, so I cannot wait to hear about that. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited. (laughs) Of course. So tell us, I have done a lot of preparation but our audience may not know. So did you always want to be a hair colorist? Mm, I think that from a young age, I just thought that this was my calling and this is what I knew. I knew what to do with hair. I didn't know much else, but mm-hmm. I just knew about hair. So I had very difficult hair, like my hair is like super curly and frizzy. I figured if I can figure out my own hair, I think I'm in the right yeah. place here. So I went to beauty school right after high school. I did not want to go to college. Mm-hmm. I know that's not a very popular thing to say. <laughs> but um, I just knew that if hair was what I wanted to do, let me just like, you mm-hmm. know, go straight to it. And I went to beauty school. And being that I live in New York, um, Orbe was like, you know, the genius man to work for. And I went there and got a job. I worked for him for about 10 years. And um, I learned everything that I could from him and from the man I assisted, Brad Johns. And I was lucky enough to start my career there. And right after I worked for Orbe for about 10 years, I opened my own place. Wow. That's great. And I think it is wonderful that that you did that, that you that was your path, because college isn't for everybody. I mean, I think that's fabulous. No, I just knew that, you know, I like I love doing hair and yeah, why wait four years to go to beauty school when that was really what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I, I grew up, you know, at Orbe and um we were very close, we worked very closely together mm-hmm. on you know, with like J Lo and creating her look. We created that look together. And um, we traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. So I had m- much respect for him. Mm-hmm. And when it was time for me to move on, I had a nice conversation with him. I said, you know, naturally it's time for me to do something on my own. You know, I appreciate everything that you've done for me. And I left on really good terms. And when I opened the salon, he sent me a huge bouquet of flowers oh, and that's great. congratulated me and you don't really see that much in this industry and you know? right, it's a lot of, of like secretive of and of course so he was really good to me and I just wanted to be respectful to him mm-hmm. and I wanted to leave on good terms and we were on good terms when he had his product line launch mm-hmm. I'm like Orbe I'm first client you know mm-hmm. yeah so we carried his products right away and he came in and a lot of people <laughs> excuse me a lot of people who used to work with me uh-huh. at Orbe, we all grew up together, work for me now. And it was almost like a reunion. Oh, it was so like, this fun. is so cool. I feel like we're back at you know, oh. the old days. So it was a lot of fun. That's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. And tell us about, so with your grandmother, she asked you to color her hair <laughs> and then that became very popular. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think my grandmother was like, she's really into beauty herself. Uh-huh. 
And being that she's from Egypt, they had like all these like tricks and oh she, used to, she used to make her own like wax to wax wow. your body. So yeah. she would wax, out, you know, all the girls when they got hair and stuff like that. And when I was started to get into hair, um, I noticed that she had colored her hair and I said, you know, I can do this for you. And I started to just like put her roots on. She used to use box dye. Mm, mm-hmm. She had 10 kids, so she wasn't about going oh, to the sure. salon. <laughs> like, no time for that. Not have time for that. So um, I started doing her hair and then, you know, her friends, sister-in-laws, stuff like that. They would come in with their, mm-hmm. me, they would come mm-hmm. in with their box color. And it was like a whole day of like beauty <laughs> at her house. And I'm like, this is for sure what I'm meant to be. That's, oh, that's so great. Yeah. That's how it all started. So she gets all the credit, I guess. (laughs) Definitely. Oh. I love that family story. Yes. (laughs) Tell us more about working with Orbe. What did you learn from him? Any crazy stories? Oh, my God. So many crazy stories. But I think (laughs) what I learned from him was a work ethic. Yeah. Because he was nonstop. Also, he was very generous. He would, like, if. He thought that somebody needed their hair done or needed to feel good. Mm -hmm. Let's say somebody he just randomly bumped into, had cancer, needed Mm -hmm. a wig Mm -hmm. or wanted to color their hair or whatever. He'd always like tell them to come in and, you know, take care of them and maybe give them a complimentary wig and we would color it. And he was always like a generous person and never said no to anything, anybody. It wasn't about the money with him. It was really mm-hmm. about the art and about his craft. And he had like a lot of love for it. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to work with somebody like that because I'm mm-hmm. not really about money. Mm-hmm. I really just sure bonded with that, him on that level yeah. because if you pay, if you don't pay, I'm still doing the same amount. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm still doing the same job and I'm right. taking whether you're Beyonce or Cheryl right. that comes to the salon, yeah. you're getting the same treatment. From right. Me. Sure. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. And how did you learn to color hair? Because it's like chemistry, right? (laughs) Yeah. You know, I studied under Brad Johns for like five years, which is really a long time. But Mm -hmm. I was also young Mm -hmm. and I wanted to enjoy myself, you know, go out and have fun. And I also wanted to make sure that I knew how to do my job in any, Mm -hmm. in every case scenario, like, Mm a correction or, you know, mm-hmm. anything that came my way, I wanted to make sure that I was prepared for it. And I don't think that you're prepared for it after two or three years. Right. Because at that point, you're just starting to understand what you learned. Right. Mm-hmm. And then once you watch it in a different way, you mm-hmm. learn so many different tricks and reasons why you do things. So you don't just do it because that's what you were shown. Right. You actually really understand what the purpose is in doing this treatment versus that treatment. Right. Yeah. So I did work for Brad for a long time. And then when I got my promotion, I was ready for anything. And what came my way was my first celebrity, Mariah Carey. Oh, fun. So I was prepared to walk into her house and to do whatever she wanted me to do. God, that's awesome. Right. Well, I think that's a great lesson because I feel like a lot of people after two years, Mm -hmm. they're ready to move up, but it's really great that you knew that you needed the time. It just takes time. Right. Because what do you really know after two years of studying something? Not much. Just the basic. You really know 
the basic. You don't even know the found, like fundamentals. You mm -hmm. just know basic. Basic's not enough to take you to excellence. It's just enough to like basically get you by. Get you by. Yeah. And right. I didn't want to get by. I wanted to be like excellent in my right. craft. Yeah. And when things don't go the way they were expected, how you can handle that and Correct. take care of it yep. in a positive way. That's well, Orba so used important. to come in at like six, seven o'clock p.m. <laughs> with like a bag, huge bag full of extensions and say, I have a, um, I have a, a shoot tomorrow and I need all of this to match this. Wow. And I'd be there like for hours, oh my all my coloring hair and wow. he'd pick it up in the morning. And I actually did learn a lot from coloring those hair pieces because usually it doesn't do what you want them to do. Oh. So they're very hard, especially some of his pieces were old. Some oh. of it was from the 60s. I'm like, oh, come on, just get new hair. Can you just buy a new oh, piece? Oh, funny. But he was like, wow. Trained me to like push and challenge myself to create something out of something impossible, which I will God, never, um, I will always be grateful for that because that challenge yes. helped me. It wasn't like, fun at the time. No. But you learned well, a Well, I don't know. I don't think it, I ever thought of it as not fun. You see, that's the oh, whole that's thing. Good. You know, and I try to explain to people at work here, I never really, I always did more than what my job was expected. Right. Right. And I never felt like I did, mm -hmm. you know, like right. I just never felt like I was doing more or right. what was like you were a victim, like this was awful. No, that's, I mean, I they think asked that's me what separates the goods from the greats. Do you know, can you order towels or can you do mm -hmm. the order for the color or whatever? Mm -hmm. I never really mm -hmm. thought, well, that's not my job. I'm mm -hmm. here to like learn mm -hmm. hair. And then when I opened my own salon, it wasn't even a question of how do I begin or where do I go? Right. I already knew. I had all right. of the tools. That... Right. You'd done all of it. Right. So even though I wasn't getting paid to do any of that work, right. it, it paid off for me at um, the end. Yes. And I never I never wanted to get paid right. extra. I never even thought to ask about, you know, right. well, this isn't my job. I'm here right. washing hair right, or right, learning. Right, right, you know? right, right. Yeah. So I feel like two things you've said are very important. One is like being generous with yourself, with your time, with what you do that you love, and then also not not always doing the very least that you can to get by because that's what separates someone from excellence to just mediocre. Correct. I think and both also of those things are not watching what other people's paths are. You know, there were people that mm -hmm. started after me and got promoted before sure. me right and i was never really jealous of them i was happy for them right because i knew i wasn't ready yet and mm -hmm. you know it was their time them. right and a lot of the time they never really made it through because they weren't even ready themselves but right. they just wanted to get a promotion sure and sometimes you just, you get your promotion that's what you want but it's not really what you need it could be the worst thing right yeah yeah In usually it is yeah too early right was there something else? Mm -mm. Oh, I thought you said two things. And so walk us into seeing Mariah Carey. She's just gone through a divorce. Yes. She wanted a new look and maybe also inject. This is mom does this with her styling clients too. How beauty, how both of y'all work with women and that can help with confidence. 100%. I, I say the woman who wants a big change is going through a big change. She's either mm -hmm. getting divorced, mm -hmm. lost her job, Boyfriend got dumped her, yep. you know, um, a 
you know, lost somebody close to her mm-hmm. and wants like need like to change her energy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like yeah. you know, hair color New start. can change. Yeah, you you have to change it's really the beginning of something, right? Mm-hmm. Because you change your hair color, you have to change your makeup. You change your makeup, you mm-hmm. have to change your wardrobe. It's a whole different energy that you give yourself. And also like when you change your clothing you have and your hair is different and you get a different reaction, you you almost like put out a different energy, even if sure. you're in a bad Absolutely. mood. Yeah. And then people say, Oh wow, you look amazing and then that kind of changes everything. Yeah. So sometimes Beauty from the outside helps beauty from Start, the inside. Right, right. That's exactly right. It's so, not a shallow thing at all. No, it's right. not. But it sounds shallow if you right. say like beauty from the outside in. But really, sometimes when you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh, absolutely, you just need to snap out of it. Yes, and yes. A highlight might help that. Right. You're like look at yourself a whole different way. You're like, oh, now I need makeup. And right. Then after the makeup, you're like, oh, I need a new jacket or something, and then you walk out with different confidence. And I think that's the energy that you put out that will come back to you, and then everything starts, right. you know, just yeah. going forward Snowballing from there. From there. Yeah. And I think uh, an aside really quickly is it is a very good point that you need to pay attention to your makeup when you get your hair colored because I've seen that not happen, and it it's right. that's something work. to... Right. It you really do work. need to take and that into a good consideration. Go tip to is that if you're having trouble with your makeup, then your hair color may be off. Ah. So if you're always using the same makeup and right. it's just not working for you, or you have to put more on, right. then maybe it's time to change your hair color because it's uh-huh. not working anymore with your skin tone. So that's also a good yes, that's trick very to interesting. figure out if you need to like change your hair color at all. Okay. That's great to know. Right. So walking into Mariah's house was exciting and scary at the same time because mm-hmm. you're like oh my god you know mm-hmm. and um she was my first celebrity so i really didn't know what to expect but also i think i came from a place where um i come from a place where my job is my job right i get your mariah carey but right. at the end of the day i have to perform like yeah. i have to do a job and i have to do a good job right. and i have to do an even better job because everybody's going to see this and sure she's not going to accept anything that's less than perfect to what she wants right so you know that was a lot of pressure but also exciting at the same time because at the time i knew what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. and she was game for it i just thought she needed to be lighter so you had thought about it before you went like what would i like to do if she let me I don't think the word is thought. I think the word's more like obsessed about it. (laughs) (laughs) And I still do that now to this day. Like if I have a job coming up Uh and, you know, I just think about it and what would be different and how I could change it and Mm -hmm. so many different ways of how I see that person Mm -hmm. that sometimes they don't even see themselves like that. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So sometimes it takes a lot of convincing, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, Yes. Take a chance and try it. If you don't like it, we could always change it. Mm-hmm. But usually I've been very lucky that people have been open to my suggestions. I'm sure. Mm. So and I've been lucky that way. Yeah. So she was excited about that. But she also did send her friend in a couple of days before to, to see my work, which was smart on her sure. part. And um, 
I was aware of it, so it wasn't bad. And mm-hmm. I actually ended up being very good friends with that girl for a long time. <laughs> she was cool. She was really cool. And her hair was really messed up, and I fixed it. Oh, that's so cool. it was a win-win for everybody. Yeah. I guess. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, and with your clients, sometimes what they have in their brain, they're not able to articulate. Like, they might say red, but y'all are thinking two different reds or whatever. So how do you figure out and pull that out of them? I think most of the time women don't understand how to articulate color. They just don't. Mm -hmm. I also learned that I see color differently from most Mm -hmm. people. Yeah. So for me, over the years... I learn how to listen, and I when I have I have um, assistants work here, and every Tuesday night we have class, and most of the class is consultation, listening mm-hmm. to what the person says, and <laughs> trying to decode it. <laughs> basically, yeah. it's exactly that decoding it because a lot of times women see buzzwords that they hear, oh, yeah. but they don't really know what it means, mm-hmm. and that's not really what they mean at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So really listening, asking questions, a lot of questions, tons of questions, maybe the same question a thousand times in a thousand different ways, just to like understand what somebody's mm-hmm. saying. Because somewhere in there, you're going to get the truth. And if yeah. you really listen hard, mm-hmm. you'll learn what it is that they're looking mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Sometimes somebody says, I want to make my hair dark. They really don't mean they want to make it dark. They might need <laughs> a little dimension. So if you're going dark, that's like... A woman who's going to cry on her way out. Nobody wants that, you know? So usually somebody who wants to make their hair dark doesn't really mean it. So you have to figure out what their limitation is to that word and what it really means to them. Right. Because sometimes one shade is dark to somebody. Sure. So you really have to understand Mm -hmm. what they're saying. So a consultation is very, very Mm -hmm. important. Probably more important than the work. Right. I like when, like, when you get your hair done here, when I've gotten my hair done here, there's an assistant to that person that's working, and they it's almost like a dance. They sort yeah. of know the tools to hand, and right. um, and they're all excited to be here and can't wait till it's their turn to get to heaven. Well, assistant. I think a lot of people have questions about assistants, right? So what is, what is the job of an assistant? An mm-hmm. assistant is here to train and to learn. Mm-hmm. So... They also do shampoos and they mix Mm -hmm. and they, Mm -hmm. you know, I personally, I know a lot of people do things differently. I personally do all of my own hair color. Mm -hmm. I put a single process on, I'll highlight all by myself. Mm -hmm. I know some people have two, three people working on on them at the same time. For me, I don't really believe in that because... That'd be confusing. I think I'm so controlling that I think even the way I put on a single process is different from anybody else. Sure, of course. So when I do it, your hair will be a different color than somebody else, even though it's wow. the same color. But the assistant, our assistants, the ones that we train here, are here to learn, mm-hmm. and they have classes. So for me, it's not just you wash hair. I want you to learn. Oh, I want yeah. you to sit and watch what you're doing. Don't wear gloves when you wash hair because you need to feel the texture of hair and Mm -hmm. what it feels like when it's damaged or Mm -hmm. curly hair to straight hair because all of those little nuances make a difference in what hair color you're going to use. That's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay, so it's 10 years in with Orbe, and tell us about opening the salon. How did you go about that? Um, 
I opened this salon. I wanted to do something small. Okay. I didn't want something huge. And I knew that if I opened a place um, small enough, I can carry it on my own. And mm -hmm. if anybody wanted to join me, they would join me. And mm -hmm. eventually people did join me. But um, I wasn't scared. I was actually excited. Mm -hmm. And like I said, because I did so much at Orbe, mm -hmm. I knew exactly how what yeah, I needed right. to do and the vendors to go to to yeah. help me. And it was really easy to do. And I've been working for my whole life, you know, mm -hmm. even when I was younger, I had jobs. Mm -hmm. So I kind of knew the business aspect of it. And it was fun and it grew really fast. It was like three years in that little townhouse and then we moved here. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's awesome. To 56th Street, yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. Which is like 8,000 square feet. It's pretty big. Yes, it's yeah, huge. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. And so beautiful. beautiful. Thank yes. you. And tell us about launching the hair care line. Okay, so, okay. The hair care line was um, not ever in my thought. Sure. I never really wanted to launch. And people ask me all the time, you know, they're like, you work with Mariah and Jennifer mm -hmm. and um, all these people at the time. I can't even remember. I think I've worked on every celebrity possible. <laughs> so, I mean, I was doing Oprah's makeover shows on her Fine. makeover all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? The world doesn't need another shampoo just because right. I do J-Lo's hair. You know, right. it's like shampoo, it's great. But just because I do J-Lo's hair, who needs another shampoo? Right. But then I was traveling a lot with all these women and I was just talking to a lot of women, even the women that come to the salon, mm -hmm. and they all had the same problem. What could we do at home in between hair color? Mm -hmm. I have gray hair, it comes up so fast, mm -hmm. and there's no product on the market. And I thought, oh my God, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And that's how I created the root concealer, because there was no solution on the market for women who mm -hmm. had gray hair. Mm -hmm. And it took me about four years to come up with the root concealer because there was nothing to compare it to. Wow. So I really had to invent the whole product wow. from you know beginning to end. And um, it's exciting now because it's like, it became a whole category that didn't exist right, before. Right, right. But um, that's really what made me create a hair uh, product line because Guess what? I mean, people are upset when I say this, but I don't have any gray hair. <laughs> so the product wasn't even for me. Well, you're so young. The product yeah. was for everybody sure. who needed it, I you mean, know? Yeah. It was like a problem solution right. Um, right. product. Right. And not just like another shampoo. Right. And then we followed that up with the glosses because people love getting glosses and mm -hmm. it just like mm -hmm. snowballed from there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the product is. I think for me, there aren't any product lines that are color maintenance specific. Right. Right. There's a lot of products, product lines, and they have one or two products for color treated hair. Right. Or now there are some product lines that are created, but not by a colorist. Right. So I feel like it was important for me to, to speak on our behalf and say, these are the products that we need. These are right. what makes my job easier in the long run mm -hmm. and fill in those gaps for color treated hair because it's between a chemical treated hair and you know, a hair cut client isn't the same right. at all. Right. Like styling products and color products are not the same. And by the way, they don't have to be color treated products don't have to be 
heavy and mm -hmm. everybody makes heavy shampoo. Mm -hmm. Then you have to wash your hair the next day and you're like, I don't want to wash my hair. So you use dry shampoo and that mm -hmm. dulls your color out. Yes. So you're, bad, you're in this like really bad cycle when you really just need good products. Right. So I take natural ingredients. I use technology and I merge them together. So you get like really lightweight products that help keep your hair color vibrant and your hair shiny and very helpful um, and healthy. Mm -hmm. So that for me, healthy hair mm -hmm. is number one. Yeah. If your hair is unhealthy, your color will never look good. Your style will never look good. It'll torture you for the rest of your life. Right. And you really can't get out of a bad out of um, like damaged hair cycle. Right. Because you're going to continue coloring your hair. Well, it's confusing. So you and keep coloring your hair, but right. then like with my hair, it's so straight. So conditioner, I feel like like makes it, you know, so weighed down. So there's just, you know. So you don't use conditioner. Right. That's probably like the worst thing you could do. Uh, yeah. So like if you had a lightweight conditioner, you would totally use that or right. a product that has conditioner in it, you know, right. would help be helpful too. That would keep the color right. and... Exactly. Yes. How often do you recommend um, washing your hair when you have color Honestly, on Honestly, if you have like oily scalp, I say wash it every day. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Does like, it make the color come out more? No, if you use quicker? like, if you use a system like shampoo, gloss, condition, mm -hmm. you're basically shampooing your hair, you're cleaning your scalp, which mm -hmm. is necessary if your hair is oily mm -hmm. or if it's flat or whatever the problem is. Then you're using a gloss. So my glosses are foam. Mm -hmm. They have a hint of color, a hint of tint, and a lot of shine. So what you just washed out mm -hmm. is being deposited back in uh -huh. with the gloss, and nice. then you condition. So you balance. Right. You know, it's all about balancing your right. hair. Yeah. You can't, if your hair is... That gloss step is great. It's really the step that everybody's missing. Right. Oh, totally. Because Absolutely. it's so simple, so easy. I'm not saying put it on, sit for 10 minutes, right. rinse it off. Mm -hmm. I think that any product that tells you to do that is a yeah. little, it's too much because I don't know a person who does Who's that. Like, who has that? time? I'm not going to towel dry my hair. Right. Put a product on and then go back in. Right, right, right. right. What is that? Who's, who's making these like, right. instructions? Making these it's right. like, so weird. Have you ever taken a shower before? Like, <laughs> once you get out, you're not going back right. in. It's like freezing. <laughs> Soaking wet hair. I, yeah. Like, I, I don't, I, how could you even do that? It seems like, I don't know. That's a no brainer. Crazy to me. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not getting out. No. Soaking wet hair, towel drying, put, and going back in. It just seems no. like a mess. Shivering. Imagine, right? Just like picture. It's not happening. I don't know anybody who really does do that. Right. No. You know, maybe you'll put it on in the shower. You won't towel dry it. So, you know. Who knows if it's working or not? You sit there. there for, you you know, don't have a watch like, in I there. I shave my legs. Like how long is it? That, you know, people do laser. It's not 1920 right, anymore. Right. It's like you know, who has time for this stuff? Right. You need things that work immediately, yeah. efficiently. Yeah. Right. So the gloss, you put it on, you rinse it out, and then I have a treatment that also you put it on, you take it out, and it works immediately. If you leave it on for 10 minutes, it's not going to do anything more than it would have done in the 30 seconds you had it on your That's head. great, that's awesome. Right, because who has time? Nobody. And God bless technology, is amazing. Right. Why don't we use it to our advantage? Right. You yes, know what I mean? definitely. So it's important to use technology to our advantage because it takes these amazing ingredients and shrinks the molecules so small that it could penetrate and fix and repair your hair. So that's, that's like awesome. the, yeah. That's exciting. 
<laughs> actually. <laughs> yes. And also, I love how you would, when you're creating the products, you would spray it on or whatever and tell your family members, you know, go outside in the rain and try it. <laughs> no, no, it's not right yet. <laughs> yeah, the root conceal, my poor mom and my aunt. When we were launching those products, I would take them everywhere with me on every, like, morning show. Even when, like, my Aunt Esther, she'd come with me in the morning oh God, to the that show. that is so great. And people would love it, like, Aunt Esther. Like, of who course. Even thought that Everybody was, like, wants an Aunt Esther. <laughs> who would have thought that that would have been, like, the whole, like, exciting part of the show? I'm like, but oh, the root concealer, forget about Aunt Esther. I love it. But, I love you know, it. They, I would take them everywhere with me because they were really my R&D and my clients were my R&D. You know, sure. they spray this. I even use them for like my product line. I'm like, do you like this? Right. Mm-hmm. We have new products coming out now, and they try it and they yeah. text me, I like it, I don't like it. Uh-huh. I'm lucky because I have people around me that are the client for the right. product. So they yeah. help me create a product that they want to use. Yeah, that's fabulous. Right. And they tell me and you what's can missing. Pick, you know right. just who it is. Exactly. That's great. What does a day in the life look like for you? So day in the life, I wake up around 6.30, 7. I'll work out and then come here, do some office work in the morning, and then do my clients. Or um, if I'm traveling mm-hmm. for a client, I'll travel for a client. But um, I always have either like um, office work or salon work to do. Mm-hmm. Almost every day. So like today is Monday. The salon's closed, but right. I'll be here in the Catch office up. doing office work all day long, like sure. on the products and yeah. the salon, just making sure everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. I also do a lot of the staffing myself mm-hmm. because I feel like the energy in here has to be a certain oh, yes. way. Yes, yes, yes. So I like for people to work hard and have fun at the same time mm-hmm. and want to work here. Mm-hmm. So. Now, it's not, it's not so easy to find amazing people who want to work. Right. right. That is, it's, it's disappointing, but it's really true. <laughs> There's one man here that's been here a, a long time. A lot of people have been yeah. working here for a long time. Which is awesome. I mean, that tells yes. you everything. Well, it really does. I try to keep my people as happy as I can. Uh-huh. I do understand that as a, because I'm not just, you know, a, a boss. Right. Right. I also work every day, so right. I understand the challenges of sure. being a colorist or a stylist right. and ha- what the ch- what challenges come with every client and when you're busy right. and, you know, with your assistant and stuff like that. But I also understand the back end of it, of what we need to produce and yes. yeah. the energy that we need to get. How do we and, make all this work? Correct. So it really is a merge of both things mm-hmm. to create, like, the perfect storm. Yes. Any tips as a businesswoman for treating, working with your employees, especially you want to keep them happy, but also you don't have all the money in the world. There are financial limitations sometimes. Um, I think that if you are good to people and they feel comfortable and they feel appreciated, appreciated, Mm -hmm. then you know, I think money it will just yeah. come, sure. you know, for them. If they work hard, money will come. Right. I can't put money in your pocket if of you don't want right. to work hard for it. You know, right. I even right. tell a lot of the young kids, the assistants that, you know, I can't want this more than you want this. Right. You know, I can, my job is to educate right. and to promote. 
But I can't do that if you don't want to put the work in. Right. I can see potential in someone, but if they're not into it, right. I can't make you work. No, I can't no, make you show no. up. I can't make you like learn. Strive for excellence. You have to do that on your own. You right. know? But you're in the right place for somebody who will nurture and help grow and teach you. I, I don't have a problem teaching my secrets. Right. Yeah. If my staff is... Um, creative and mm-hmm. amazing and do great I do great right. you make money sure. I make money so sure. I want you to make money right so that I don't have to work as hard right you know? right so right, right. if you do well I do well mm-hmm. so I have a question about that so how much does one tip in a salon they do they tip the color separate from the the stylist the assistants if someone different is shampooing the hair what you know people always say just do what you what you want well that just makes everyone confused and feel guilty so what are your what's your advice i think the rule of thumb here the mm-hmm. average is 20 percent. right so whatever your bill is 20 percent. yes you tip um but the that would person be who shampoos your hair so like 20 percent. if that's your total bill mm-hmm. what does that mean 20 percent to the like the if colorist you, the stylist so each of those get 20% of what they charge. But then like if your total bill, you got your hair cut and colored, you're tipping the shampoo person. It's a the, lot. Well, I mean, I'm just trying <laughs> yeah. to make sure I understand the shampoo person, the stylist and the colorist separately. Correct. Three different people. And then do you charge them? I mean, you, you have to look at your bill and figure out how much each. Well, was, you know what you I tell, say? usually you, if you go to the receptionist, mm-hmm. they can, do the math for you and they know they should know mm-hmm. like i if anybody has I trouble have. i just say you know go ask the girls at the front and they'll work Perfect. it out for you so you just had like but if you're at a place that the front desk is not helpful right then you just have to do the math on your own mm-hmm. and i would say depending on where you are like you know um sure either you tip like the shampoo person five mm-hmm. bucks okay. or ten bucks depending on where you are right and like let's say five people touch you you know right. and that's like oh my god now this is confusing I'm right not, i can't tip a hundred dollars just to walk out the door that's right. crazy so you can just maybe ask your stylist like you know who the five people worked on me who do who's the main person who do i tip right i think for me the client has to be comfortable asking any kind of question Mm -hmm. at any point of your service you have to be comfortable otherwise that's not the place that you need to go even if your color is amazing or your cut is amazing if you can't ask one question without being terrified that's not a good feeling no it's not but imagine someone from a small town in the united states that right gets to come to the rita hazan salon and they don't want to make any faux pas and right you know they're just right. so excited to be here so that's great advice yeah you could totally ask somebody there or even ask the client sitting just, next to you like i've never been here before mm-hmm. what is the rule here i don't know like help me yeah. i don't want i don't want to make any mistakes i don't yeah. want to piss anybody off right you know exactly you know i want to come back or whatever but even <laughs> if you like you know i would say to a person that's going somewhere for the first time don't ever tell any stylist or colorist do whatever you want oh. that's like a huge mistake i understand what that means right like you want to give them creative freedom but at the same time you don't want to do that because right. 
we all have a specific idea of what we want in our head, but you want to take that what's in your head right. and give them creative freedom, but they don't know what's in your head. Exactly. They don't know your limitations. Exactly. So they could be like, oh my God, you'll be like an amazing blonde. And you're right. like, oh no, that wasn't where I was thinking. <laughs> but Four they... inches off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they're like, but you said do whatever I want. This right, is what right. I thought. And then you're like, really at yeah. the end of it in a bad way. Yes. So I always think just like have a conversation. I want to stay brown, but what do you think? Mm -hmm. What shade of brown? Mm -hmm. Should I highlight? You know, mm -hmm. work it out that way. But you know your limit. Mm -hmm. Stay with your limit. And don't be afraid to tell anybody, no, that's not what I'm thinking at all. Right. And if somebody's being rude with you, also don't be afraid to get up and walk out and say, right. you know, I'm not ready for this. Yes. Let me think about it and I'll right. make another appointment and just go. That's great advice too. Right. Don't I think a lot of women feel like yes, they, they don't have to. They, right. right. They don't want to be rude and they don't want to hurt anybody's right. feelings and they feel uncomfortable. Right. It's like no. Right. This first of all, it's your hair. Right. And yeah. To have it done bad will ruin your life. Right. Yes. You'll feel so bad. You'll cry for days, right. and then to fix it is a nightmare because you may never be able to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Get up and run if you don't feel comfortable. <laughs> That's my advice. That's very good yes. advice. That's very good advice. All right. So how do you deal? You travel a lot, right? Mm -hmm. For work, I travel a lot too. So how do you deal with that? Um, I like traveling. I do too. You know, so I don't know if I deal with it. And everybody always asks about balance. I mean, I don't think that balance... Balance for everybody is right. different. I'm not looking for balance because this is just my life. Right, like, exactly. I don't think I need to balance anything. I just think, right. like, things, excuse me, things that, I just think that things are in different parts of your life important priority-wise. Right. Like, mm -hmm. so if, if the products are my priority, I'll put more time into that. If salon's right. my priority, I'll put time into that. Right. If my husband is my right. priority, I'll put time into him. Right. I also didn't get married till I was 41. Right. So, you know, I was always, like, doing things on my own timeline. Right. And if it happens, it happens. If it's not, it's not. Right. I always think, like, things that are meant for you will come. Yes. And, Definitely. Um, so I don't know why people put so much pressure to balance. Because right. what are you balancing? This right. Like, things that you love, you just make time for. Right. I think that's, I just thought about that for the first time. Like, balance is almost like the opposite of creativity and passion. <clears throat> You know, right? So I like, can't spend that much time because that makes my life out of balance. Right, but what's balance? Your balance right. and my balance are very different. Right. Like, may, some people love to live in chaos. You know, right. so that's their balance. Yeah. Right. You know, they're happy in chaos. Right. I am not a chaotic no, person. No, me neither. So I'm trying to, to be, be sometimes. Controlled. Sometimes I say, embrace <laughs> yeah. the chaos. Just embrace yeah. the chaos. Well, some of it, yes. <laughs> Try. Some toxic chaos, no. No, yeah. no, 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 no. far no. away from me. No, absolutely. Oh, but, you know, everybody's balance is, like, you know, what makes them happy. Right. Yeah. That's very true. So the travel, the reason it would, the client would call and say, hey, I have a show in L.A., can you come out here? And Or I just need my roots done. Okay. You know, I okay. just need my hair done. That's nice. Yeah, and it's always last minute, so... <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, I could be, you know, looking at my phone in 20 minutes and be like, okay, I got to oh, go. I got to go take your right, Jessica exactly. Simpson's hair. <laughs> you never know. 
So you always have to be available, which is fine with me. I, I also actually like flying because I feel like it's quiet time. Right. Yeah. Right. And I get to like be alone and rest. And you can't and be on your phone, really. You can, but right. I try. I don't. Right. I don't do the Wi-Fi. I'm oh like yeah. I don't unavailable. Right. <laughs> For like a few hours, let yes. me at least have yeah some quiet time, and yeah. I'll deal with it. You know, everything can wait a few hours. Right. Nothing's like so urgent. That if you right. don't get back to them right now, sometimes it's better not to get back to people. You have time to like marinate it, sure. think about it, and yeah. then give a proper answer. Right. I mm. agree with you there. Yeah. And since we are type A, we love to plan. And now with the entrepreneurship, we just have to be open to all opportunities like yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I love a plan rises. too. Right? I love a plan, but it doesn't always work. <laughs> right. It doesn't ever work. It doesn't ever work. That's why I was saying works. embrace the no. chaos. Yeah. But you have your perfectly planned out day and then Beyonce says fly to Paris and help me right. make this. Like my poor husband said he was planning on proposing to me on that specific day. Uh-uh. And by the way, we married four years. He just told me the story like a couple of months uh-uh. ago. And on the same day, I had to like leave town and go uh-uh. work with Beyonce, funny enough. And he had this whole oh, thing planned. Oh, <laughs> Like he really did. Aww. He had a whole thing planned. I still had no idea four years into Oh, that's so sweet. It's like, yeah. And I had to re like, you know, plan the whole thing. And, wow. you know, it was a lot less. It was calmer, which was fine with me because. Right. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, I'm yes. as much as everybody thinks I'm like, you know, loving a big party. I'm right. a yeah. quiet person. Right. right now I'm like shy and quiet and I just, oh I don't my like gosh, attention. She had this whole big thing planned. Huge thing. Uh-uh. So I'm like, thank God I wasn't here for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Do they ever sing when you're doing their hair? I may, you know what, probably, but you, I don't, you don't hear, attention. yeah, because no. you're so focused. I don't hear, and I don't see, I, you know, I say, yeah. I don't hear, and I don't see anything. I'm just yeah. doing my work. Yeah. And sometimes I do hear a lot of stuff, but like, again, it's work, so then I just tune it out, and then they ask me a question, I'm like, oh my God, yeah, you did say something like that, but yeah. it's none of my business, so I don't hear anything, and I don't right. see anything, and I'd never repeat anything. No, oh, no, of course. No, no, no. Oh my gosh, no. no. So tell us, how have you built your business without outside capital? Oh, very slow and hard. It's a lot of hard work, to be honest, because like, you know, um, a lot of big corporate companies have like unlimited budgets sure. and, you know, they go hard. Right. So, you know, sometimes you get lost in the, in the, mm-hmm. in the shuffle, mm-hmm. but you know, my line is very like small mm-hmm. and, um, has a cult following, right. yes. so may may not be like you know, huge, but I'm content yes. with the way it's growing, and I feel like you know a slow, good pace is mm-hmm. something I could handle right. without having an investor like pressing me for right. Yeah. The quality you know, goes down or something because you have to, to or they change the. Like, packaging and things right, like that. Right, so like the root concealer took me four years. You think right. somebody who was bankrolling me would be like, um, right. oh yeah, you can take another two years and figure it out. Right. Yeah. When like the light brown took me one full year. Wow. To come up with that color because right. I feel like the color had to be so neutral that right. you couldn't tell that it was in your hair and you know, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And wow. now it's too red, it's too green, it's right. not like neutral enough. So that took a really did. And by the time you go back and forth right. with the lab, it's like three weeks, three weeks, a month, oh a, my month gosh, a month, a month. So it takes forever. 
And a, and I yeah. think an investor would have been like, just put out a freaking brown right. collar and call it a day. Right. So for me, it's like, it might take a long time, but I don't have to answer to anybody right. and I can get the quality that I'm proud right. of. And I like, yeah. you know, that I think is perfect for me and right. that I can be proud of and has integrity. Yes. Yeah. I think that's yeah. great. I, I, Delia knows how I feel about how do everyone's all about scalability and making things bigger and bigger and bigger and faster and faster and then they lose their specialness too in my opinion yeah right it's like nothing not everything has to be huge and so fast and grow at like this crazy pace right right you know very few things do that and by the way like you know if you have a lot of money of course you can market it and you know grow so quickly but i think at the end of the day if you have a good product that's needed right that will also have longevity yeah right and you're not having to come up with products that you know aren't really necessary yeah. just to have a huge line no i won't you know, do that right which I just is won't do that excellent doesn't make any sense to me and if i won't use it i don't i don't want it in my line right of course oh my goodness any tips for running and growing a business um i think you have to love what you do yeah. you really do you have to love what you do because it's not fun all the time. It's a lot of work and it's a lot of stress. So you have to have a lot of patience and like the world is different now than it was back then. Mm -hmm. So even running a business now seems to be a little more difficult. Like, you know, there's a lot of rules and regulations and things you can say and questions Mm -hmm. you can ask. And, you know, um, I've always had, I, I grew up in New York, so mm-hmm. for me, working on different ethnicities and working with different sure. ethnic people was just natural. Yeah, right. So from day one, we had like, you know, we, we always used to laugh. It's like the, we say, it looks like the UN in here. Oh, how funny. You know? <laughs> I love so it's it. Like, I love we it. could do a Benetton commercial in here because like, the, you know, there was like one, a bunch sure. of everything, you know? Yeah. And that was how many years ago? Like 15 years ago. And right. now it's like, you know, should be the norm but it should always be the norm you know right of course but that's how i always had my business right and you know being in new york it's just natural yes right so yes different personalities different people you just have to i mean i know my people and i can tell if i'm walking by if somebody's in the mood right you know like okay why are you in a mood? What right. happened? Like you pissed off. Who pissed you off? How did right. that happen? How can we fix it and move on? Right. So usually like if you just look in somebody's face, right. you can see whatever their mood is. And sometimes yeah. it has nothing to do with Many work. Times. And sometimes, you know, somebody rubbed them the wrong way. Yeah. But I always say if like two people yes. are having some kind of friction, yes. I bring them in my office, both of them. Yes. What happened? What happened? Yes. Squash it. Let's move on. Yeah. Because like I don't want toxic energy yeah. in here. And really, you don't want to work here if you're pissed off at somebody. No, you don't. You know, it's like and it makes they, everybody right. angry and tense. Absolutely. And <clears throat> so for me, it's Im- yeah, it's important for everybody to get along. You don't have to love each other, right? But you have to respect each other. Yeah. Well, a huge takeaway from that is just what you said that you that you take the time to walk around and check, and you you yeah. you are aware of. Right. Of the fact that somebody might be pissed off about something you can see it in someone's I know, face but a lot of people it would right it would just go right by i mean that yeah. is so that's intuitive that's so important yeah i mean i like everybody that works here and i yeah. want them to be happy i want right. the best for them so if they're in a way 
Right. I want to help them not, you know, like yeah. get at get mm-hmm. out of your own. Sometimes like creative people we have, we get in our yes. head. Yes. You know, if they feel like they did a bad haircut yeah. or sure. they, they weren't happy with their job, they will obsess about it. Oh, uh-huh. sure. I mean, I do it too. Of course. So yeah. I know what that looks like. And I'm like, okay, snap out. out of it. it Next out. person. Right. You know, <laughs> next. <laughs> yeah. You got to just like shake it off and yes. keep moving to the next person. But the way to call shake it off is tell to her, get it out of your mouth. Right. Call her and say, you know what? I wasn't happy with what I did. Come back. Let me fix it. Right. And usually the client's would, happy about that. Even though they don't even realize something. They would be loyal, loyal for life. And they're you like, did okay, that. you know, you take pride in your work. Yeah. And I, I like when like, people take pride in their so, work. That's so right. Mm. We curl and straighten our hair so any Mm -hmm. tips for split ends well i actually have a split end treatment wow okay excuse me i'm obsessed i have a split end treatment and i'm obsessed with Mm -hmm. it because i created it for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and because i love long hair Uh yeah i had cut my hair into a bob Uh and i wanted it to grow and i also bleached my hair and i was straightening it Mm -hmm. yeah flat ironing every day like twice a day because my hair is so curly Mm -hmm. so i wanted to create a product that would help split ends Mm -hmm. so this product called a triple threat it has um smart polymers in it which kind of act like glue so it glues your ends down Mm -hmm. tacks them together the more you use it the more your ends like stick together and then it grows and it's thick on the ends so you could abuse your hair (laughs) because Uh my whole theory is you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna do it you're gonna do it you're not right. not yeah. gonna do it no. you know it's like no. i'm not gonna not put you know right. blow dryer to my hair because right. i want it to be healthy that's yeah. not really right. gonna happen right i'm going to flat iron it i'm gonna curl it and i'm gonna color it and i'm gonna yeah. do it every day <laughs> <laughs> so why not make products that are gonna help you right you know with your lifestyle instead of trying to pretend it's not happening. Right. That's very smart. Also the shine bomb. I have a shot. That's like oh, yeah. my latest product is a shine bomb. Right. And that's, I love oil, but I don't like that they're heavy, especially right. if you have fine hair. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you put a little bit of oil. Usually the, the base of it is silicone or water. So it's heavy. Mm-hmm. And like you always have so much extra on your hand. Mm-hmm. You don't know what to do with it mm-hmm. because even if you put a little bit on your hair, mm-hmm. it's still like heavy. Yeah. So, I wanted to change oil, which of course was like, everybody was- Here you go again. (laughs) What do you want to do now, Rita? (laughs) I I want an oil that's solid. And they're like, okay, Uh great idea. Like, no, really, (laughs) I want it to be all oil and solid. And after like, you know, two years, we figured Mm -hmm. out a formula. And so what we realized with this product is that men can use it as pomade mm-hmm. and you can use it like if you curl your hair put a little bit on your ends mm-hmm. when it's dry and then curl it and it leaves a high shine Ooh, oh cool and it's yes. also pure oil so it has like six different oils in it and it'll keep your hair shiny and healthy so you could also put tons of it in your hair overnight sleep with it wash it in the morning your hair is like shiny and yeah you just gave yourself a treatment right Cool. So um, that's really one of my, and a lot of girls like to braid with it because it keeps oh, the yeah. hair healthy and yes. shiny instead of using gel. Right. Yeah. So, you know, there's a multi-purpose on that one. And oh I like, gosh. it's like one of my favorite products. That's now great. Too. They put yeah. it in like the Grammys gift bag. They did. And, yeah. yeah. That's they so did. exciting. And Good Morning America picked it up too. Yeah. Everybody loves this product. That's yeah. great. 
I know they were doing something on the Today Show, and um, apparently we got a call after the Today Show. Like somebody had it with them. They're like, everybody wants one. Can you send us like ten? I'm like, sure. (laughs) That's great. Of course. I know. So I was happy about that. Tell us about the commitment to use natural ingredients. Um, I think it's very important to use natural ingredients, but I also don't think they work on their own. Like yeah. you put coconut oil in your hair, it's not going to do anything. Right. Mm-hmm. The molecules are too big. But if you take like my weekly remedy, it's a two-step treatment. So it has natural ingredients like moringa seed oil, jojoba oil, camilla seal oil, um, rice proteins. But what, what I did was manipulate the pH balance of conditioner. So the first step has a high pH balance. It opens the cuticle a little. This is all with conditioner. Oh my gosh. No chemical, right? So the second step has a low pH. So it closes the cuticle and it seals all those ingredients in your hair. So you Mm -hmm. feel like instant gratification and your hair is like, you know, um, healthy and shiny Mm -hmm. from the first time you use it. Neat. And it also um, has... 24-hour frizz-free wow. effectiveness to it. Yeah, it's really cool. But again, it's technology. It's taking these natural ingredients but manipulating it with the right. technology. Right. Which I don't know why a lot of people don't do. I'm big into, like, innovative technology. Oh, yeah. yeah, which is mm-hmm. so great. I think that... Why not? Why it's not? Available. It's wonderful that right. it's available and you're taking advantage of it. Okay, so tell us about color maintenance. And you can tell me if you think you've already answered, but like how often should you get your hair colored in between? Do the gloss, the root concealer? Okay, so I feel like color maintenance is personal. Yeah. Depends on your situation. A lot of women come every two weeks because they have dark hair and and gray. And (laughs) yeah, it's. A lot of time. Yeah, I'm like, use the root concealer, for God's mm-hmm. sakes. But, <laughs> right. It's expensive, too, yeah. in two weeks. But, you know, some people travel a lot, and they just don't want to see right. the gray. And that's usually somebody with darker hair. So, you know, I would say average, no more than four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. The more you go, the worse your color is. It's just mm-hmm. over-processed, and it gets to be too solid one color. You mm-hmm. need, like, natural time in between for your hair to grow so you have natural dimension. Um, I think that if you're using the right system, like shampoo, gloss, condition, mm-hmm. you can go a longer period of time without yeah. having to have your color done. Because if your ends look good all the time, you're really not focused on your roots. Unless you have gray hair, mm-hmm. then you do it like once a month. Mm-hmm. And okay. in between, and the gloss helps a little bit. The gloss Keep it look healthy. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. How do you prep for working with celebrities? Um. Prepping for celebrity is just like, um, you mean color-wise? Like, how do I... Well, also, like, you would go to the Beyonce concert and watch how she moves her hair oh, and anything. My research? Yeah, anything. <laughs> well, usually when I work with somebody, I'm, like, committed to whatever they're doing. Yeah. So if, if it's somebody like Beyonce and she is on stage, um, sometimes her hair is darker and then... I'm like, okay, you're getting lost in, in the lights here, mm-hmm. you know? You, ah. you need to, like, stand out. You need to see you. So it's about going lighter. And also, she dances a lot. She's a big hair flipper, so mm-hmm. I like to, like, watch how her hair moves so that I make sure she doesn't have any, like, you know, um, like, white space there in okay. her hair. So everywhere she moves, she has dimension and color and 
her hair always looks pretty. Mm-hmm. But let's say somebody's doing a movie mm-hmm. and they need continuity, so you have to go there mm-hmm. very often, yeah. like every two weeks, to make sure the color in oh, every scene is exactly the same, right? Because that is they're filming over like a few months right. or a year or whatever. But <clears throat> the hair can never have a root, otherwise it doesn't look very like the same day, even though they filmed it like oh, six yeah. right. weeks different, right. right? So you really have to, it depends on what the job is yeah, and what the color is and what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, I think most of the prep that I do is probably either researching the look that I'm doing. Okay. Um, getting inspired by whatever their job is or what they're wearing for mm-hmm. whatever it is. <clears throat> and also, like, obsessing in my brain of, like, how I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, again, doesn't matter who it is, the hair has to be healthy. Yeah. If it's not healthy, it won't ever look good all the time. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's important for the hair to look good all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> so do you also work with the makeup artist and the costume design? Um, sometimes, usually no. Usually okay. I just do it in the bathroom. You're right. <laughs> in their bathroom at home or in their makeup room or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, we probably all have a conversation sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it depends. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's on the same page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You just have been working with Jessica Simpson doing her book tour? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's been everywhere. She has been everywhere. Very brave. Yeah, to yeah. To talk about what she's talking about, I think. Yeah, she went through a lot, you know, she and did. I've known her since the beginning, so I really want to read the book. Yeah. Apparently, she said I'm in the book. Oh. So, um, yeah, I really should read it. Cause yeah. I'm like, oh, what did I do now? You know? <laughs> Where was I? But um, I've been with her since like the beginning, so I've. Yeah. It's going to be like going down memory lane. Yeah. Like, sure. Because oh, I forget a lot of stuff, like you know. I've oh, sure. It, you know. Especially since it's none of my business. Right. So whatever happens, I'm just like, right. whatever. And then I'll probably read them and be like, oh, my God, I right. totally forgot I about that. that. Right. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, that will be fun. <clears throat> We've talked about Root Concealer and Shine Balm. Any mm-hmm. other top-selling or favorite products? Um, I think we ta- We really went through all of them. I have okay. a few, few new products coming mm-hmm. out, but that's not until March. Okay. So... Okay. It's not really available now. Okay. Any hair trends that you're excited about? Um, I Are think, there hair trends? You know, honestly, I think that um, the hair trends are mostly going to be more natural okay. colors. So we're, we're shifting into a more natural, like um, not too ombre, not, yeah. too, <clears throat> not too much pop color. You know, I think all those ah. things are sort of like... Yeah, um, that was a fad. Yeah, yes, and I'm ready for it to go. Yeah, me too. I'm more of a fan of like natural, pretty hair. Yeah, you know, not not you know too natural that you don't see it, sure. but like you know, pretty hair, pretty hair. Yeah, like realistic hair. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and then so tell us. I think so with new products, it's not like thank goodness you're on this cadence where you come out with a certain number each year. I yeah. feel like with you, it's kind of like okay, there's a need. Let me go to my lab, drive them crazy, basically. and and this push and pull, this back and forth. Yes, exactly. That's basically what happens. And you can call them all, and they'll tell you. <laughs> yes. yes, I do drive them crazy, but you know, at the end, everybody feels good because we always create something that's like new and, and innovative mm-hmm. so 
you know, everybody wins at the end. Right. And, you know, I, I like to work with people who are just as excited as I am. Yeah. If somebody's right. like, you know, rolls their eyes, I mean, I'm like, you're not into this. I'm right. Never mind. Right. right. Take the fun out of it. That's yes. the whole it fun. It does is take like the fun out something. of it. That's A lot so of people true. just like, they, you know, they'll say, well, we have stock items. We can just oh, yeah. like, you know, change the scent or like add right. a few ingredients in it. And I'm like, well, I'm not your client. That's yeah. not for yeah. me. Right. Like, I don't want st- stock. It's no. been out. It's not really going to no. do what I just need it to do. Just put your name on there. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I mean, there's so many products that I've worked on, and I just could not get it right, so we didn't make it. Uh-huh. And one product in particular I'm, like, a little upset about, but I'm not going to give up on it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure It's been, like, two years already. Well, that other one was four okay. years. Yeah. Yeah, true. True. I the- wanted to... Eventually, the technology will catch up to me. Yeah, right? Well, and so the thing is the same exactly with me. I'm very conscientious. I'm a perfectionist, detail-oriented. So I drive everyone around me crazy. In the end, I think people are happy with the product, but you have to be that way to create change. And if someone comes to me and I say, I want to do this, you know, maybe it's not been done before, and they say that's not possible, I say, well, thank you for letting me know. I'll find somebody else who, who can mm-hmm. say it's possible because yeah. I, there's pretty much, I mean, maybe 1% of the time it's a truly cannot happen, but mm-hmm. th- there has to be some way. Right, if you're imagining it, it's a possibility, right? right? So it has to, somehow you have to be able to create it, I think. Right. You know, if you're thinking it, it has to exist. Like some part of it or some form of it, right. you have to be able to do right. it. Right, you're, well, yeah. To... Right, but it takes uh, um, a lot of people to jump on board and say, oh, okay, I'm into this. We're willing take to a go the time. distance. Right. right. Yeah, not everybody's like, people want quick money. Right. And sometimes that's, you know, that's not you. You're right. not mm-hmm. a quick money type of person. You're like good money type of mm-hmm. person. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then, so you are hair color, and you own that. So tell us about doing one thing and doing it really well instead of saying, oh, also, I cut hair and, you know, I'll do all the things. Uh, you know what? It's like, I always say, even though it's really, like, completely different, if I had, like, to go to a doctor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or, oh, yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm for like a hand, like something mm-hmm. happened to my hand, I would want to go to somebody who only works on hands right. and like specializes on my hand yeah. right. to get like the perfect solution to whatever right. the problem is. Yeah, I feel like it's the same thing in the beauty industry. So if you are good at styling and cutting, then you're good at color, you right. know, and if you're good stick at color, yeah. stick, stick to something that you're good at. Right. And do it well. Yeah. You know, right. you know, um, doing a jack of all trades. I don't know. You can charge a little here, a little here. Right. But why do all that when you could just charge like a good amount for what you're good at? Right. I, I think I learned that here. I think the person that was like blowing out my hair, I said something to you color hair. And she said, you know, you need to see a colorist for that. I, I did not yeah. know. I thought that that would hurt the person's feelings if you were like, thanks for the cut, now I'm going to go over here and get this person to color my hair. But she right. said, no, no, that's the way it's... Right. I also think that, that, you know, different places function differently. Uh-huh. I mean, we do that here in New York. Right. I don't know Right, right, right. And that's places. good to know that yeah. that's an option. That's a good to know. Okay, the, the last thing I wanted to ask you about was, so I'm always interested in what's happening with people my age. Right. So as your hair changes, like you wake up one day and all of a sudden you have this wave in the back of your hair, but the rest of your hair is really straight like I do. I don't know how 
to, to work with that now, but also all the kind of questions like, is your hair texture going to change? And does that mean that dye is going to not hold the same? Or like, what are the things that you can tell women that are, you know, to know about? I think at different stages of your life, mm-hmm. your hair changes. Anyway, mm-hmm. your skin changes, your hair changes. Mm-hmm. So it's going to change. I think the biggest problem that like uh, mature women have is thinning. Mm-hmm. Their hair thins, but like I was having that problem, you know, and young people have that problem with right. like, thinning hair, but there's like, again, technology that's amazing. And you have mm-hmm. this, you know, uh, service, you go to a dermatologist and they do it called PRP. Mm-hmm. And what, what it is, is like they take your blood, they spin it and they take uh, like oh, yeah. the, um, I guess the vitamins or the mm-hmm. whatever, I forget the word yeah, yeah. they use for it, and they inject it into your head. Wow. It doesn't really hurt. Sure. But it starts, it jump starts your hair. So your hair can oh, go. Wow. My hair started growing really fast wow. after that. Wow. Yeah. So if you feel like your hair is thinning and it could be a hormonal thing, yeah. go to a dermatologist, ask them about PRP. That is so interesting because I always wondered about that. If you had a hair issue. Right. Who do you go to? Do dermatologists do hair Well, issues? there are people who have, like, in New York, there's um, a man named Dr. Ben Paul, mm-hmm. who I love mm-hmm. so much. Like, he saved my life. My hair was, like, falling out. Ah. Because I don't know why. Maybe, right. like, you know, I'm in my 40s, so, uh-huh. you know, it could be hormonal, whatever it was. Uh-huh. But he did this PRP, and, he yeah. did, and then I sent, like, all my clients, and they're like, everybody's hair is so much better. Oh, that's awesome. So... Also, you know, my husband, he's a, he's a good hair transplant. And he gave my husband a transplant. Wow. It's like insane. You can't even tell. Wow. You really can't tell. That's so cool. And I send a lot of my women clients yeah. too for the hairline. Sometimes like, you know, if you get a facelift. Right. You know, your hairline goes back a little bit. He can fill it in for you. So there's so many little tricks wow. that you can do. So if you don't have a hair specialist mm-hmm. in your town or your neighborhood, yeah. Go to a dermatologist okay. because it's just as good. Sure. They can direct you of what you need to do. Sometimes it's like a vitamin you need to take. Right. You have a deficiency in something. Yeah. Sometimes it's like you went on a crash diet mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, this is your right. body reacting to it. Right. Sometimes it's just hormonal, you know. Right. Sometimes it could be some little thing that you can fix. You can fix. tweak. Right. right. Okay. And that's what I was wondering, like, who has those answers? So that a dermatologist says dermatologist my sense. should have it. Yeah. And your assistant said she uses your root concealer where she feels like her hair is thinning. Yes, you can do that too. Yeah. But I think that's just. That's a fix. It's a fix. Yeah. It's not really like. Solving the problem. No. No, but exactly. it's interesting there are things you can do to actually there are solve simple things you problem. can do if you just like instead of instead of like obsessing about it and freaking right. out because mm-hmm. that doesn't make it better the more stress you have the more it'll fall out oh, yeah. and then right. like, you just right. focus on it and it doesn't you know it's not right. going to stop right. so if you just go sometimes just getting a professional opinion yeah. will like sure. make you calm oh absolutely and you're fine everything nothing's stops. happening right. right oh my gosh where can we find you and your products and the salon. <laughs> Salons on Fifth Avenue and 56th Street, Manhattan. And anybody's welcome here anytime. We have all different ranges and prices from high to low. So, you know, it doesn't matter on your budget. There's somebody here that can, you know, from a, uh, somebody who just got promoted. You know, I, yeah. I like to train people and promote them. So they're 
still amazing, mm-hmm. but you know it's their first year or whatever. So right. it's you know you get my technique, right? But somebody junior who started, right? At you know at a budget that you could afford. So really, here it's not so much about oh well, she works with Beyonce, she must be ex- expensive. Uh, sure. I feel like a lot of people think that all the time, but sure. the truth is, I think every, anybody should be able to get the hair colored, or cut, or look good. You know, um, when, no matter what your budget is. Yeah. The products we sell: um, Annette Porter, okay, uh, Sephora, of course, Nordstrom. Um, our website: readhazan.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure I'm. At, um, I'm sure I'm forgetting a few places. Mm-hmm. But um, I think those, those are, are the, good places. Yeah. All of them. That's, yeah. Those really are the places that we sell at Amazing. the moment. Okay. Oh. And so the newest one is the Balm, and the Balm is out. Shine. Yes. Yeah. Shine Balm. The Shine Balm, you can get it on our website. Okay. Or on Netta Porter. We're exclusive on Netta Porter. Oh, okay. Yeah. They loved it so much. They're like, we want to keep it exclusive. I'm like, wow. it's all yours. <laughs> so they're a good great. partner, too. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We love yeah. them. Well, you are such an inspiration building this incredible business, mm-hmm. putting in the hard work mm-hmm. and doing it all on your own as an you. independent female with <laughs> something we can all strive to be. So That's thank right. you so much for thank coming you. on and everyone go to the salon, tell them the style that finds us girls sent you and send us pictures. <laughs> That's right. Yes. I like that. Absolutely. Tag everyone. Oh, yes. baby, there's a gift. Oh, sure. We have a gift for you. You have a gift for me? Of course. Oh my God. I love it. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> We love supporting other women. Mm-hmm. Kind of got smushed. Oh, nice. You Should can I open, open it? it now okay. and we'll tell you what it means. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it has a meaning to it. <laughs> Always. Okay. I love that Rita's Revolution. So it's a style that the style that binds a smug, and when you drink out of it, we want you to think about how you will live a stylish and fearless life. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Which you do every day. So. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Of course. Well, thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for taking so much time. We'll see you next time. If you like what you heard, tell a friend about our show, subscribe to our podcast, and also scroll to the bottom and give a rating and or a review. Those are the best ways for other people to find out about our podcast. See you next time. Bye. Bye.